0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Youth Vibes. I remain with your wonderful host, mm-hmm. Pini. And with me I have who co-hosting. <laughs> who is co-hosting?
1: It's Jesse Wazo.
0: And we have a wonderful guest mm-hmm. in the studio today. and please can you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi
2: everyone. My name is Comfort. Comfort Bulus.
0: Okay. here. She just gave us very short. A very short introduction. How was your day? It's fine. Oh, how is your day going? It's nice, it's okay.
1: How is, how is the heat?
2: <laughs> yes, I wanted to say rather hot,
0: but well.
1: It's boiling.
0: Hopefully
2: it will cool down sooner than later.
0: Just this one that you're hmm? complaining about
1: is cooking. It's hot, you know. Uh-huh. I'm not beat for this weather. <laughs> um
0: so today we are going to talk about discipleship and growth in a young, in young people basically yeah. yeah so first of all like what is discipleship like what can we qualify as discipleship
2: I think um Upfront, front, discipleship basically is um, going through a, a school of training, um, having someone um, teach you what they know. I think that's maybe a simple way of um, defining discipleship. But when it comes to spiritual matters, yeah, discipleship, I think, is basically um, when you look up to someone and that person generally gives you guidance and um, teaches you the way and the things of the Lord
1: mm-hmm. and
2: is an example um, of Christ mm-hmm. or um, someone that you can study the word together and grow, someone that, that just helps you mm-hmm. in the walk, um, your Christian walk.
0: Wow. Okay. She, she basically said that it's important to, for growth. Yeah. Right. Jesse, have you ever been disciple?
1: Me. Again right now. <laughs> yes, uh, if if you go to church, you're you going to be discipled every day. <laughs> is
0: right. there like okay, sorry. Is there like a school school for discipleship or is just or do you just find somebody to disciple with?
2: Some people go to formal maybe like ministries or schools mm. of discipleship. Okay. But discipleship is not really a formal school it's more of an informal thing because it's a lifestyle it's something you're doing practically every day you're growing you're learning it's like it's almost like yes going to formal primary secondary school but Mm. in this sense um it might not be in a in a particularly in a specific place it could be fluid Mm. it could be virtual it could be physical. But um, there's some form of meeting and it, it doesn't have to be in a defined space or
0: place. Okay. So, okay, I think I, I guess, you know, I'm just going to give an example with the church here. Okay. You know, most of us, we come to church, there's some of us that come early on Sundays. So. <laughs> some people that come early, we come and we see these clusters of people and they ask after they'd be like well they were having discipleship class
1: i have right. never been part
0: have never been part of mm. so exactly
1: I, I think that as soon as you do baptism class then you mm. put in a discipleship group.
0: I really don't want to talk about how my baptism, <laughs> and my baptism, I was baptized in church, but it was kind of a rush program. I had to go back to school immediately <laughs> the after, water. you know. Was this sprinkling of water? No, I fell inside that pool. <laughs> but you get, so after I came back, I actually thought I would be put in a discipleship class but okay. I wasn't, and I haven't really joined any, you know. But I feel like many young people are in that kind of space where, you know, we we weren't put into discipleship classes, but we see people in discipleship classes. So do you think it's important, like how you said, after baptism, you know, to be discipled?
2: Yes, I believe it's very important because... Baptism simply is a public declaration that this is who I believe in and this is who I'm going to follow. Yeah. So when you buy, for example, when you get um, a new phone, yeah. um, you open up the pack and you see the phone,
0: yeah.
2: there's a manual. Yeah. How do you know what function is for what? Even if you've seen something or someone using it, yeah. you don't know all the intricate functions. Yeah. So you bring out the manual, you read it. Sometimes yeah. you think you understand it. Yeah. You put it aside and you come back to it and read it again and you understand it more. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the discipleship classes come to help because okay. you help. it helps you understand the word of God. And then you have other people there that are also sharing maybe their experiences. Because sometimes when you read the word of God, people don't understand it like they should. Yeah. But when someone gives an example of this is what happened to me, then they're like, okay, I connect. And yeah. then there's there's a connection there. So discipleship classes, which in this case is like a Bible study, which is part of discipleship, is also very key for spiritual growth. Okay. So you should join. Yeah. <laughs> I'll <think about> that.
0: <laughs> um, okay. I think my next question is, like, what did you have a discipler? Like, is there any disciple that kind of stands out for you, like, when you were younger? Um. Now mm-hmm.
2: that you ask about it, I. I really didn't see them as disciples, but I think they Mm -hmm. were. Um, I saw them more as mentors. Um, In marriage, my husband and I have mentors. They're almost like disciples as well. Um, But when I was growing up, I had people at different points that taught me different things. Let me take one. Um, My second job after... I graduated from the university. I moved to Abuja. Yeah. And I was away from family. Mm. But there was a church member from Plateau Church that moved with me. So my father asked her to please look out for me and to be a mother to me. So she kind of, you know, taught me different things. She would tell me about spiritual things. She would talk to me about lady things. So she was a... At that point in time, I saw her as a mentor. But actually, what she was doing was actually discipling me. Okay. Yes. So, that's one of the many.
1: Okay. So, I have a question. You just spoke about a mentor. So, now, a mentor and a discipler, are they the same thing or are they similar?
2: For me, I think I would say, and I mean, this is my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I feel they're the same thing. Because a discipler is someone that is, is teaching you things, is training you, is putting you through the ropes spiritually. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. the spiritual aspect is not, um, is not separate from the physical.
0: Yeah. So yeah. they're
2: teaching you spiritual things and how to apply them physically. And in that sense, they're also mentoring you on how to handle life. So to me, they're the same you can't have a disciple that is not a mentor
1: okay
0: i, I well some people
2: could, i don't think it can work okay. Uh, yeah.
0: okay. um let me just give an example of myself and turn it into a question <laughs> Oh no before i give the example let me start with you know in the bible mm. like we hear discipleship the first thing that comes to your mind is you know the Matthew, that's not even what comes to my mind. the fact that Jesus like go, he make disciples of oh, all nations, you know. So, in secondary school, right on Sunday afternoons, we were forced to go for disciples. I say forced <laughs> to go for. It wasn't a choice. <laughs> we had to go for discipleship class. We were all attached to like a disciple, you know, and. All that the my disciple taught me was just how to reach out to other people, you know. So I feel like that's one of the reasons why I don't see discipleship as a serious thing because I used to feel like it's for, you know, unbelievers, you know, I'm going to make disciples. So what's, what's your take for that kind of person who doesn't see discipleship as, an in-house thing, but to be for other people that are outside the church.
2: I'm tempted to be a good Nigerian and ask you a question. <laughs> but I'll ask, ask, I'll a ask question. the question and then I'll answer it. Okay. Do you see your parents as disciples? Do you see your parents as mentors? Mm,
0: yeah.
2: Because they are people you look up to. Mm. They're training you spiritually. Yeah. You're practically yeah. under their wing. They're teaching you different things. And your parents don't teach you everything. Mm -hmm. There are certain things, like that discipler at that point in time Mm -hmm. taught you how to reach out outside maybe your your immediate circle. Look for people outside, tell them Mm -hmm. about Christ. Which is good. But disciples, it's it's not exclusively about always looking beyond your immediate circle. Discipleship is basically telling people about Jesus. And it could be someone that doesn't know about Christ. And it could be someone that does know about Christ. It could be your younger brother or sister. It could be your neighbor. It could be someone you meet at the car park when you're traveling somewhere. And Mm. you just hit it off. And you start off a conversation. And from there, a relationship builds. And you're just constantly keeping in touch. And iron is sharpening iron. So I think if it's safe to say, the person that helped you in school gave you a perspective of um, discipleship and it's a good one okay. because your parents are, are reaching out to you, yeah. just like you are also reaching out to your friends yeah. in discipleship. Yeah. And it's also a going out, but you don't have to go to the village mm-hmm. before no. you start discipleship. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I don't know whether I answered your question. You did, you did. Okay. You, you
0: actually did. Okay, another, another, let me just use this scenario. You know how now, social media is everything, you know, there's a while back that there's this street church that was everywhere on Twitter. If you just mm-hmm. open it, every single day, I had a friend that would go on street church, just screenshots the Bible verse, and okay. just come. So, So, like, do we, should we still rely on, like, face-to-face discipleship, or we can just pick up whatever, like, grows us from anywhere, like, whatever can, how do I put it, Mm. whatever can grow us spiritually from anywhere, like, on social media, you know, like following all these pages Present pages, Present pages.
2: Uh-huh. yeah huh? social media yeah. is good yeah. it's it's it, it's full of awesome um opportunities it has its downsides the core of discipleship is the word of god
0: yeah.
2: and you know discipleship always looks people make it look like you know just go, you know, tell somebody, you know, share a scripture and then walk away. Mm-hmm. To me, that isn't discipleship. Discipleship is, you know, Jesus was with the disciples for three years. Yeah. They were eating together. If I may use the normal slang in Hausa, they were going for Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were chit-chatting, gisting, mm-hmm. you know, they had their, I'm sure they must have had their differences. You know, Jesus, why are you like that? Jesus, why are you sleeping in the boat? Yeah. So they had their quarrels. And in everything, you know, sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're not, you know, sometimes you're sad. You know, they went through all those emotions and it built their bond. So when we use social media and you just, you know, throw out a verse there and you think you're discipling someone, it's, 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 I don't think that is discipleship. Social media can be difficult for discipleship sometimes because there's something about that virtual space that, um, you're together, yet you're not together. Yeah. I don't know whether you've ever been in one of those meetings yeah. where, you know, yeah. y- y- I mean, you're there yeah. and then you're doing yeah. like 10 other things, <laughs> yeah. you know. If your video isn't on, mm-hmm. yeah. if what you just you need I the audio, what? you just unmute, you know, talk, and then you go and do other things and come back and somehow use, you know, one, two, three, and just know where they are and just yeah. plug in. Yeah. So social media has its disconnects. Um, there is a need for some form of physical, okay. if it's possible. But I know that there are a lot of people using social media in wonderful ways, connecting with people. i've I was running a study recently, mm. which to me is also another you know form of discipleship because it was mm. just talking about the new man. Okay. And I found it very engaging. I mean, I'm a Christian. Yeah. I know Christ, mm. but I just realized that, there are things in me that are still just not Christ-like. So, and I was bonding with people I'd never met, but we're all just rubbing ideas on the word of God and then sharing it with other people, which is also a part of discipleship because I'm also teaching someone what I have learned. So social media helps with that because I ran that um, 10-week Bible study online through social media. Mm. But then again... There is a need once in a while. I mean, you know, when you're eating with someone, you can see the person's eyes, and yeah. you know, you can hear the person's yeah. chomping on their food and everything. But when you know the person is doing it over the phone, it can be rather, cl- you know, it's noisy. It's yeah. not nice. So, but that doesn't mean you can't use social media. But just throwing scripture out there, you know, uh, you know, one church says this: the the essence is the Word of God, and the fellowship that comes from understanding and connecting in a relationship that is based on the word of God. Yeah. That, I think, is the essence of, of discipleship and not the memory verses mm-hmm. that are just
0: flying everywhere. Yes. Yeah,
1: They're I, in abundance. I, I think those ones are just for people to use them for daily life. <laughs> just use them to escape from yeah. something.
0: Okay, so is there something you should look for in like a disciple okay. Like for
1: people like me and Jesse. Jesse, do you
0: have I I have it. I don't <laughs> do you have a discipleship group?
1: I have a lot, yeah. I, I have.
0: Okay. But <laughs> just for me then.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um what would you look out for? First and foremost, and you know, it's it's very key. Sometimes it's a little it might look a little embarrassing mm-hmm. but I don't know which physical example to give you know, I can't think of a physical example, so I'll just use the spiritual example. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good to ask, you know, how someone got saved.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because
2: there are a lot of people that we think they're saved. Yeah. They're all in the act. Mm. But then, you know, when you get into the nitty gritty, you just notice that some things kind of are not as right as they should be there, kind of on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to follow the Holy Spirit. So you need to ask God, Lord, I'd like to have a mentor. I'd like to have someone to disciple me. Can you direct me um, to who to go to? So first and foremost, the person has to be a Christian. The person just has to be a Christian. There's no negotiation there. Um, the person should be someone that is in a relationship with, with Christ and is free. Free to talk about it, is um, interested in you, <clears throat> excuse me, interested yeah. in your growth. Um, someone that is willing to teach you. Not everyone is willing to teach. Some people just say, you know, go that way, turn right, turn left, and you'll get there. But someone that's willing to walk the walk with you, you know, talk the talk with you. I mean, when you're in trouble, I mean, for example, you're sitting in a cell. They're like, please open the jail cell. I I want to sit it through. And then someone should come and bail the two of us out. You know, your discipler is there through thick and thin. So sometimes you can't tell whether the person will um, slug it out with you. But if the person is a Christian and is willing to study the word of God with you, I think those are two um, signs that the person might be able to um, disciple you. But really, the best guide is the Holy Spirit. And if you really ask him, he'll say, go this way. And sometimes it's the people we least of all expect. They might not be in our circles, you know. Just follow the Spirit and ask that person. And you'd be shocked. Maybe there are many people that are just looking and waiting for you to ask them.
0: Okay. Mm, Do you have any, like, favorite moments with, like, your disciple or any favorite moments of when you were young and someone discipled you? Mm-hmm. any you know young people like fun things
1: nowadays
0: it's not nowadays yeah. has always been there. <laughs>
2: yeah. as in when i went out maybe with my disciple we did something yeah, fun together yeah, yeah. no yeah.
0: okay then yeah. that there's also you know like if you if you were in trouble like that then <laughs> your disciple just you know just came and, like you said in the jail cell <laughs> <he'd be like, laughs> Sit it through get up ah who takes on thinking, uh, two, two, um,
2: two incidences come to mind. Mm-hmm. I think the first one was where um, my disciple saw, it's like, you know, I don't know whether maybe it was age for her. Mm-hmm. She could just kind of see ahead. Yeah. And so she gave me a cue and she told me, I mean, I mean, I'm a lady. I, then I was, I was yeah. single. So yeah. there were some young guys yeah. in, the, in my workplace, mm-hmm. and there was one young guy that was getting really close and everything. And she told me that I should be careful. Mm-hmm. That this guy, it's not what I think okay. he wants. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't want a long term relationship. He's probably mm-hmm. just looking for a fling. And whatever I, however I connect with him, mm-hmm. relationship wise, other guys are going to come wanting to connect in the same way. So she gave me like a heads up on that, okay. you know, and I didn't really take it serious till when he asked me out and I said, no, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Ah, then you know, a few weeks later, someone else in the office that I hardly even talked to walks up to me. I was like, you know, he wants to date me. And I'm like, where are you coming from? You know, so I found that really nice as yeah. in, it's like. It's almost like as if you have the... Uh, not an elder. You have you someone that can ages. see the future. Oh, okay. And you are just checking hey. you. You, you, know, so, you. Know, you hey. just tap on it. You know, somebody's telling you. That, I found that really nice. Then at another point with another mentor, yeah. uh, we, ha- we were talking about dressing. And um, he, he made mention of, you know, we had a conversation about dressing and how dressing can attract certain people to you. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know why, But I just remember, and that really got me, you know, um, thinking about dressing modestly. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I stepped out of his house and I was going home, because I wasn't, I wasn't immodestly dressed. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's certain dressings that, you know, it just shows everything, you know. And um, it covers you up, but it shows things that naturally you wouldn't show. So I noticed that. You know, people that naturally wouldn't talk to you. You know, there's some guys that when they're passing on the road, they naturally would not yeah. toast you or even do the mm-hmm. at you. You know, I just noticed that this, and it. Kept, I was wondering why are you talking? You know, but it's. It got me thinking that my mentor had taught me something that the way you dress determines the way you will be addressed. So those were, you know, for me it were they were fun times. They were fun times because. I was being taught and then immediately after I saw the practical examples of what was happening. And then I had other mentors that kind of taught me, you know, how to write things down, my desires, what I wanted and, you know, to dream, you know, not to limit myself. And I, I really liked that because it kind of gave me focus. So I don't, I don't know whether that's fun enough no, for the that's youth, fun. No, that's fun. <laughs> But I, I, I had a relationship with them. So,
0: yeah. yes. Jesse, do you have
1: any other question? Any other question? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so... Uh, is there a time that we can stop being disciples? Uh, that's
2: a really nice question. Is there a time...
1: Like, you feel you have plenty enough?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean...
0: You know, I used to think when I was younger that when you sleep, you stop breathing. Nice one. Then how'd you wake up in the morning? I have no idea. You didn't think that far? I didn't think that far.
2: (laughs) You know, discipleship is... It's it's, it's like breathing every day. Are there times when you just hold your breath for an hour and say, okay, I'm not just going to do that right now? Or are there... Times when, I mean, I know there are long fasts yeah. where you just say, okay, this yeah. month I'm I'm not going to eat. Mm. It's it, it, I don't know. It's it's an well it, it ends when okay. you decide to say bye-bye to this world and move to the next. Yes. You know? <laughs> but discipleship is a lifestyle. Okay. Um yeah. discipling is is continuous. Mm. Like I've been discipled. Um I'm discipling, and I'm still being discipled. So, you know, sometimes it's one person for a long time. Sometimes it's this person in, you know, maybe one, two years, another person, maybe for a shorter period. Mm -hmm. They're just different people coming into your life and teaching you things, walking through life, spiritually building you and getting you to a particular point. So I don't think discipleship can end. And I don't think discipling ends. Jesus left after three years. But when he left, what happened to the disciples? It just looked like, okay, well, this relationship is over. But no, the Holy Spirit was there. So the relationship actually continued. And what happened, they were growing from the Holy Spirit. And then they were now teaching others using the Holy Spirit. So it's a a chain reaction. So if we say we're going to stop it, then what happens? That means the world has come to an end.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I get it now. Yeah. Don't
2: get it for Gary. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you very much, I think, Comfort, for coming on this episode of B5. I had so much fun. Thank you. Just with you. It's a pleasure. It's a Please, pleasure. When I'm ready for the of movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just come on by. you are okay. welcome. <laughs> All right, then. Up. Up. This episode of Youth Vibes was mixed and produced by Jesse Wazoo yeah. in collaboration with the Youth Ministry. Please do well to like, subscribe, and listen to other episodes of I Youth Vibes. Turn
1: on the notifications.
0: Yes, and turn on your notifications. Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.